When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com and now live from the tcl broadcast studios it's joe sushere and patrick Royce with sports talk the super bowl host committee is now drawing a stink uh, distinction on their visiting yes figures. the one million has been uh, lowered somewhat it's 125,000 out-of-towners might be expected, but Perhaps. a million people are expected to partake in the fun. And by the way, out-of-towners are defined as outside of a 50-mile radius. Okay. That's also, that's part of the 125,000 if you're outside of a 50-mile radius. So if you're a guy from Hankley. That's Rochester. Who happens to drive, yeah, if you're from Rochester and you happen to, Come up to have dinner. You're a Super Bowl visitor. Well, hell, if you drive through town, you might be. I know. I I figure for the million people, if you live downtown and take your dog for a walk, you count. Yeah. You're a hey, Super Bowl visitor. Rook today. Rook, was, Rook went to the food uh, toast, fair. Toast Did to you, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl visitor. Yep. Yeah. I'm. Uh, where's my check? First. I didn't even have to write a check. Taste of the Super Bowl. How was it? Uh, it was it was very good. The biggest disappointment, I must say, though, Here we go. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, Pat, the look Philly cheesesteak. He took four pages of copious mm. notes. <laughs> wow, good. The Philly cheesesteak was pulled pork with broccoli. It no, wasn't a no, messy. No, no, they they tried to recreate something. Is, is beef. It's got to be shaved beef. Yes, with cheese and a little uh, peppers on it. It's got to be messy. And it's also got to be served when you're drunk at three a.m. That's right. An outside patter Gino's. And I told Stephanie Marsh that taste I said, test. I should be wearing half of that right now yes. just by eating it. Yeah, yeah, you can't call that a Philly. But the, you, the rest of it was pretty good. They're though. gonna they, laugh at us. If we call that yeah. Philly cheesesteak. Right. Because it's not. It's got to be very thinly sliced beef. Yeah. Other than that, though, it was a uh, fairly successful food campaign. Have you ever been to Pat and Pat and Gino's, that little corner? No. I it's have. South, in Philly? South Philly. No. Yeah, right. South Philly. And they stay open 24 hours. Wow. And they're across the street from each other. Pat's and Gino's. Okay. And uh, basically eat standing up. And you eat... And they get it particularly busy when the bars close. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to be wearing a Vikings jersey in the middle of that no, street no. corner, huh? Are no. they in competition with each other yeah, or have a similar ownership? Competition. Really? Yeah, that's a big debate. So then you, when you're hammered, you have the taste test. Well, I used to go there, and uh, Wicker would uh, be running the operation or some of his other, uh, some of the other Philly guys. 
You'd go out there at 2 a.m. You'd go. You'd have a taste test. You'd have one at Pat's, and then yeah. you'd have one at Geno's, and you'd take a vote which one you like. And I, they did this often. You know, oh. I think I only did it once or twice. Joe, how would you have handled that 2 a.m. <laughs> taste test for two, dinner? Two cheesesteaks, yeah, a pretty good uh, size. I might add. Boys, I'm about eight hours too late yeah. here at 2 a.m. You know what I don't like about the cheesesteak, though, that they have the Philly, the real one, is the cheese whiz, basically. Oh, I don't like it. Whiz is... The liquid cheese instead of the... Uh, melted provolone. Yeah, you need yeah, sliced, provolone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, once in a while you see it with cheese whiz. <laughs> Isn't it provolone? Provolone? Yeah, so oh, tell right. Pat what the AFC meal... See, that was the NFC meal, oh. was the cheesesteak. The yeah. AFC meal was... The AFC meal, there's two tribute sandwiches. Okay. South Philly roast pork sandwich, and here's what it was: Italian roast pork, sautéed broccoli, sharp provolone, and a hoagie roll. Nobody in Philly has ever eaten that sandwich. It's not a tribute to Philly. They're right. lying. Okay. Uh, the AFC tribute was the New England clam roll. Yes. Kettle chip crusted fried clams, house tartar sauce, shredded lettuce on a griddled roll. This is the food, Pat, you get at the game. This isn't around town. This is what's going to be sold at the game. This isn't for the taste of the NFL party. No, this This is what's going to be served at U.S. Bank Stadium. Concessions, okay. Correct. All right. They tell you outside of what section and so forth. Okay. But the best. you, You can't. We We can't. Act like such idiots that we're going to give them pulled pork and call it a Philly steak sandwich. No, you but can't do that. The the best sandwich out there by far was the braised short rib sandwich. Was mm-hmm. off the charts delicious. Mm-hmm. Pickled red onions. Were How did this fit mm-hmm. with the Metafast uh, program? Well, I didn't have everything. I tried a lot, <laughs> but I didn't try everything. And you know what? Okay. Your your big place, uh, T Rex cookies across the street. Yeah, salted caramel cookie. Ooh, really good. And then just truffles on Grand. Uh, Who's going to go to the Super Bowl and eat a cookie? <laughs> these are big. Who's going to eat a cookie? Big cookies. cookie. Well, these are, but these aren't, uh, uh, these aren't cookies Nabisco. Cookies don't go good with beer. But these aren't <laughs> Nabisco cookies that one would have at 10 o'clock before he goes to bed with these a small glass of milk. These aren't Hydrox? These aren't Hydrox. These are quality uh, made with love cookies right across okay. the street here from us. Right over uh, here? Yeah, right at Art and Architecture. I, I, I bet I haven't been over in months. I used to go, go over and get the girls something. Is that the cupcake place? Now it's a uh, cupcake place. is gone. Now it's T Rex. Cupcakes yeah. didn't make it? No, you got to bring something home to the, the grandkids. The train put the cupcakes out of business. Really? The train, well, the, the, it's train construction basically put them out of business. Because oh, I've yeah. had their cupcakes. Because they took away all the parking spots, yeah. for one thing. There's no place to park. Yeah, you well, can't just roll up there anymore. You want to be uh, Europe, you pay the price. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Anyway. The uh, they're they're starting to hedge on the million. They're down to one hundred twenty five thousand. And by the way, that, that was a quick drop. Was well, like a ninety percent, eighty five percent drop. I wanted. I wish I was at the meeting when the geniuses from Mystic Lake and the geniuses from whatever the hell the name of this other company, the nomadic are, thing, nomadic thing, got together Oof. and said. We're an hour from the downtown twin from the Twin Cities. Let's spend two point four million dollars building a temporary uh, tent or whatever structure it is, structure for concerts for has-beens who we then will charge ungodly high prices for. And thought that this was going to work. Well, in fact, now they're suing each other, right? It was going to be Gwen Stefani. Yeah, she's over there. The Florida-Georgia line. Yeah, about a 
third string I don't know. country western. And who else? Who else? The chain Let's smokers see. or something? Uh, uh, it was smokers. the chain smokers was one, yes. Florida brand? Georgia Line's pretty popular. They were out at Well, I thought Target's. Gwen Stefani was still very popular. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to overstate it. I know, I know. But you're right, though. They're, they they were charging way too much money for those tickets. To, plus, are you going to Uber? If you're staying anywhere downtown, are you right. going to Uber to Mystic Lake? Right. It's gonna cost, even Uber is going to cost you 50 bucks to go out there and back. This is, yeah. So it know. was thought to be an, a venue to attract Super Bowl customers. Yes, it was going to be a fest. They had one of these in Houston, but... I don't know how. Well, first of all, they had Taylor Swift in Houston, so well, you know they yeah. could put her in Rochester and people would show up. And Bruno Mars, that were their two big stars in in uh, in Houston, so it worked down there. I don't know how far out in the boonies they built it in Houston, though. This is the Boondocks. Reavers, this event, the the musical events on the Nicollet Mall. Yep, are those all free to people? Some are, but some are ticketed as well. Well, how do you how do you control it? Well. You're gonna have uh, to have a ticket to be it. on Nicollet Mall. Yeah, or, I'm gonna see if some I of them it. are probably ticketed in that uh, Commons Park that isn't so Commons after all. Did you see some of the ticket prices for some of these so-called pop-up parties? Twenty-one grand to see Snoop Dogg, highest ticket price. Twenty-one grand. I'm, I'm not paying. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm not well, either. I got news for you too. You aren't the target audience. You know what? <laughs> We'd have to sell our Fiat stock. <laughs> yes, we yeah. would. Yeah. yeah, you guys were laughing at our Fiat stock. It's going through the roof. Are we back? to even money yet? Oh, way, no. We're oh, way wow. Double our money. Double our money. Wow. Just, no. That's right. And the Catholics haven't even got on the bandwagon. I was going to say, you know what it was? The Pope marrying the two <laughs> flight attendants. Did that put her over the top? Maybe. That that didn't, it didn't hurt. It was yes. good publicity. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, uh, now, are we done hearing from Zimmer? Is he done for the... We don't yeah, hear from him now until... Uh, we probably don't hear from him at the... If anybody's covering the Senior Bowl, he'll be down there, and they can get a quote from him down there, probably. But uh, for the most part, you know, the coaching staffs go to the Senior Bowl. I see Judd is uh, advocating or speculating that the the die will be cast with Teddy. I believe him. Is he still in Philly? No, Judd? he's back. Oh, he, he, he is back. back. Okay. I got a big uh, argument with uh, Mackey today, though. He kept referring to the home of the Senior Bowl as mobile. It's mobile. It's mobile. Mobile. For God's sakes. Yeah. Mobile. Mobile's your phone. Mobile is. Uh, Mobile's a gas station. Yes. <laughs> it's mobile. Yeah. That was very, that was uh, very, very off-putting today. Uh, just a moment, please. One Keenum observation. Go ahead. If they cut him loose, uh, yes, I, I'd be puzzled. Here's why. Mm-hmm. He went 13 and three. Yes. You know what he can do. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Bridgewater can do. That's true. That's that's but my only the, comment. The, but the the thing is money. If if you keep him, you got to pay if him. If you only want to go one year, you have to pay him like 21 million or mm-hmm. something. And, Plus, deep in his heart, Zim loves Teddy. Okay. But I think Zim loves him more for the fact that he's battled back and he's such a good guy and such a smart guy. But that could all backfire if they try to keep Teddy on uh, by saying that uh, there's a rule where they could just 
make him pl- play for a million bucks again next year, mm-hmm. which no, has never been done before. But if they were to do that, uh, all of a sudden the love affair with Teddy would come to an end. And what's, his agent would be firing people. What's his salary now, Patrick, and what's his speculated salary if we do uh, keep him? Teddy? Uh, no. Uh, Keenum? Yeah. Keenum played for $2 million this year and $21 million if they... Uh, if they uh, franchise him to keep him on a one-year deal, okay. So, but if they sign him, they could maybe sign him for fifteen million a year for three years. How much extra income do you suppose the Vikings took in by uh, us being in the playoffs? Mm, I'm not sure. Did I'm they, not sure how it's divided up. Did they uh, generate enough to cover that sort of thing? They, Kenny, they generate enough to cover anything they want to. It's it's the salary cap. No, no matter what they pay Keenum, they still, have still to come in they under. still come in under a hundred and seventy million or whatever yeah. it is, and they're making so damn much money. It just it doesn't make it. They have sixty million right now in free money. Yeah, when okay. the new before league year the starts. Yeah. yeah, before the new league year starts, March whatever it is, March fourteenth. Well, it just seems like good business to keep them around. That's what it? I'm thinking. I, I, just for the business purposes alone, pay the guy. You know, pay him now. Well, I'm. That, would he that get would that fun. with another team? He wouldn't get that franchise money, but he'd probably get three years, forty-five million or something like that from that team. And I think the only reason the twin, the Vikings would franchise him, it would be to only be committed to him for one year, while they find out if Teddy's healthy or not. Here, Jeff has a question for you, Pat. Jeff, go ahead. Hey, uh, how you doing, Pat uh, and Joe? Hi, Pat. Um, if you remember, I was a guy that thought you had died. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's and, uh, most of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to be down in Fort Myers. And I thought you were going to still be around there, but I guess you're going to the game, huh? I am uh, back up here for a couple of weeks. I'll be back for the uh, Fighting Twins, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to miss you then. I was just wondering if you could recommend a good place to eat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's all kinds oh. of them. I, I don't know. Where, where Where are you staying, buddy? I'm just staying right there by the airport. Okay. Take the trip down to Marco Island and go to Sunsets or Joey's Pizza. No, that's too far. I don't know if I want to take Rook's. Is that one of Rook's like? Okay, uh, I'm going to give you one. I don't want to make a happy habit of this. Fancy's Southern Cafe. Put it in your phone. Fancy Southern Cafe. Put it in your phone. Gotcha. Nothing in there that won't give you a heart attack. It's great. (laughs) Well, that's why you eat there, right? (laughs) Yes, that's true. Patrick, uh, do you have a good dry cleaners down there you can recommend? You know, there's a dry cleaner right next to the world's best bagel shop. Oh, well, two and right there. is a block from there. Where is Fancy can... Southern Cafe? It is uh, right off Daniels near the, near the freeway. Hmm. Right. It doesn't sound like it's very... I mean, you're going for the experience. That's why I'm telling the guy, go somewhere other than just Fort Myers. Hey, uh, can I ask the phone screener a question? Uh, phone screener, you know we're not working at Faribault here, right? Oh, really? When did that change? Uh, this isn't trading post. <laughs> you taught me, Kenny, years ago when I started working with you guys, There's you have one job. Sports talk, hang on. 
That you is learned the, quick. That yeah. is the screening technique. Yeah. You got me there. Yeah, yeah I remember we talk. Gonna, remember, yeah. When, yeah. I remember when we first started that we were gonna we said uh when we first went to sports, but almost the first day we did it, we said, Well, we'll take some calls when we come back and never got <laughs> never, anything. Never, I haven't asked for them since. Never got around. I haven't somewhere. asked nobody called, so I haven't asked for a call since. Uh you know. Oh, the hell with you. There was a time there was a time when uh, I worked here when if you didn't take uh, calls, you, you might end up getting fired, and yeah. sure enough, we did. <laughs> yeah, but that was Yates' the greatest line ever. I don't call you at work. You, <laughs> you don't, don't call, call me at work. <laughs> <laughs> why, why were we handed this? Uh, I have Steve Russian on the show today, today, and I wanted the details. All yes, right. So. What do you got there, Joe? He's speaking at the, uh, the Nativity day. Sports Shirt Stag Friday night, right? We are recommending a St. Paul doubleheader. The Ricey Roast at noon at Mancini's mm -hmm. for the Minutemen. Right. And then uh, tickets to the public, by the way, MinnesotaMinutemen.com. That's easy. And then uh, go to the uh, Nativity. Uh, Nativity Sports it, Shirt Stag. It's do on, we still uh, call it a stag? Yeah, 1900 do they let Wellesley gals Avenue. In or not? What's that? Do they let gals in or not? Uh, I there I have there have been gals. There was a couple mm -hmm. of gals when Joe spoke when mm -hmm. the Garage Logic crew was there. Okay. That was fun. But there's a uh, it's a kind of a donation of uh, a stipend, maybe ten bucks, something like that. That place is busy. You guys are doing something every night there. Yeah, there which is my bone of contention with the Catholic Church. What, mm -hmm. What's that? Just bill me at the beginning of the year. Just <laughs> leave me alone. It's a billing thing with you. Yeah. Oh, it's not a praise thing. No. Or no. Studying the Bible. No. Okay. Doors <laughs> open at six. Uh, prayer and supper at six forty-five. Announcements at seven fifteen. Like the greatest. Like. Amazon Prime, he wants one bill a year. Give me a bill. <laughs> Don't tell me to go to a bleeping fish fry. <laughs> Don't use that language. It was the Nativity Men's Club that was the greatest moment of my journalistic career when Sonmore and I were the main speakers to the, oh. at the Rats Killer downtown in the Schmidt uh, Brewery. And... and Hard to believe, but I showed up more sober than Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> and I talked first, and Glenn comes out and says, you know what I've always said uh, about hockey? If you can't bleep, you can't fight. <laughs> and the, wow. there's about four Monsignors in oh, the front no. row. It oh, was no. fantastic. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> it was great. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Quickly, oh. they quickly moved it back yeah. to school. Yeah. Wow. Right. <laughs> It was fantastic. <laughs> it was nothing was better than Louie Nanny though, when he just uh, I don't a know few dirty jokes. You started this story the other day. Okay. You're gonna have to what background me. We got we got this ten seconds. He was one of the sports shirt stag speakers, and for he, this event that's for coming this up. event that's okay. in the basement of the school in the cafeteria yeah. where there's brats and great eats and all sorts of stuff <laughs> so and beer flowing freely. So you're in the holy house itself. <laughs> yep. So did you? And we got both priests there. <laughs> So did you hear the one about the nun walking into the bar? And, and it was just... Did somebody run from side stage and just tackle him? No, we let him go. And I'm the MC, and so I'm sitting side stage like that going, no, 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 no. no. And he doesn't, you know, he's you know not what? looking at me. You know what, though? They didn't mind. They didn't mind. They it didn't was, mind. It, Louis was, was charmingly vulgar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be back shortly. Here's John Height. 
Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 26 degrees. New Baseball Hall of Fame inductees will be named today. Uh, that happens during the 5 o'clock hour, our time. Uh, well, it looks like one fellow with twins ties, Jim Tomey, will uh, pretty much be a, a lock to be inducted. Mm-hmm. And of course, he and Chipper are the two locks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also saying most of the, quote, experts that uh, Vlad probably will. Uh, Doesn't matter it whose up. uniform you'd wear when you go in. What would Tommy do? He was on every team in the nah, league. Cleveland. Probably Cleveland. Or Cleveland, yeah. yeah because he spent most of his years there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, who did you say they also say? Uh, Vlad Guerrero. Uh, Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, yeah those they, three. A lot of my fellow voters, gutless weenies that they are, have conceded <laughs> to this jackass who tries to get everybody's ballot ahead of time. And over 270 of the ballots have been released to that guy already. What? Why? Wow. I don't know, because they're weenies. If they they want to be, oh, we're so uh, we're progressive. Yeah, we we uh, we have nothing to hide. Well, neither do the rest of us, but we're going to make you wait till they announce who the winner is. Yeah. yeah. Wolves in action tonight. They continue their West Coast swing. Play Portland. Looks like All Star Jimmy Butler will probably miss tonight's game again. That word from Coach Tom Thibodeau after this morning's shoot around. It would be his third straight game missed with a sore knee. We don't have knee surgery coming up here pretty soon, do we? Uh, a little, a uh, little meniscus or something? I don't think so. Okay, I, I'm not sure. I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say I'm That'd not. That'd be a dreadful news. Starting to get a little uh, nervous here, though. Three straight games. Uh, Jamal Crawford, who's missed the last two games uh, with a sore toe, uh, he may be able to play according to Thibodeau. Hey, has anybody shoved a microphone into Perk's face here in the last couple of days? I tried to get a hold of him yesterday and he wouldn't come on. So Did he I give me the know. funny tongue out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gave me that. He uh, sent out a tweet regarding cool. it. He finally, uh, yeah, he yeah. admitted it publicly. Yeah. I extended an invitation to join the Fairbowl Lakers, but I, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get anywhere with that. <laughs> News notes from today. And El- He'd tell him to bring his homemade beer. That's right. Comes to, he right? can sell it right at Belfield. We don't care. <laughs> right out of the trunk of his car. Absolutely. <laughs> right off the mound. <laughs> uh, I need another trip to the mound. <laughs> Perks Pea Green Beer. Oh, man. that'd be great. <laughs> An Elk River woman was sentenced to three months in jail and remains on supervised probation for 10 years after she admitted to stealing thousands of dollars from the Elk River Youth Football Association. That a girl. 46-year-old Jennifer Barr pleaded ah, guilty. little son of a guns don't need shoulder. <laughs> she buying pull tabs, Johnny? Uh, well, she uh, paid some of her credit card bills, Kenny. Oh. Play, paid her cable bills oh. and utility bills oh, with checks God. from the... Uh, well, she's responsible then. Football <laughs> <Yeah>. Association. <laughs> uh, Barr told investigators uh, she <laughs> will pay... She wasn't... Uh, she was not a uh, regular attendee of a casino. That's what most of the yeah. gals they nope. catch are... are uh, Either Mystic Lake or Treasure Island or Grand Casino. How many dollars did she spend? Uh, Thousands is all uh, they're saying. Yeah, charge Mm -hmm. your interest, make her pay it back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A jumbled pile of mammoth ice blocks, some shattered into jagged shards, is all that's left of the 20-foot Spicer Ice Castle that had been the focal point of a lighting ceremony and fireworks show on January 20th. It was on Green Lake. Drew hundreds of onlookers. Oh, what hillbilly ran into <laughs> no, it with his truck? No, it's the uh, it's the warm weather that's oh, to blame, Kenny. Oh, what gosh. warm weather? Oh, it's been hot up there. Forty. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not up there. Spicer. Green Lake is about due west. Spicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it hasn't been hot. I thought forty degrees, do it. Suge. It was. 40. Yeah, we had a few days oh, of forties. Mm-hmm. The castle. <laughs> My golly, it's hot today. <laughs> 
kind of castle did you build if you couldn't well, make it past a 40-degree day? Right. So I tried to get to that. But yeah. The castle built January 7th and 8th with about 500 blocks of Green Lake ice, <laughs> each weighing 600 pounds. Wow. Goodness. Was, was intended to be the feature through the Spicer Winterfest activities, including the <laughs> Polar Plunge and the Pond Hockey Tournament this weekend. Yeah, we might get some spillover from the Super Bowl. You never know how far they're going to travel. <laughs> We're outside the circle. This could be a scene from your favorite TV series, uh, Kenny, the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I see this. <laughs> they, yeah, they could, absolutely. They could be the promoters of the thing. But <laughs> gave it the guarantee and last through 50-degree temperature. I want to go with Kenny's theory, though, that some hillbilly ran into it with a truck. I think that makes for a better story. Michelle Olson, president of the Spicer Commercial Club, said we had unseasonably warm weather. The structure was unsafe, so... They used a backhoe earlier this week to oh. demolish oh, the structure. They, they knocked oh. it over themselves. Well, they should have let a hillbilly run into it. Yeah, right. could have saved some money. The problem started about a week after the castle was built and volunteers were stringing lights inside the structure after a couple of 40-degree days, according to Todd Erickson, a member of the Spicer Commercial <laughs> Club of Directors. Did, did it start sinking? By the middle, <laughs> well, by the middle of, the last, of last week, the outer wall of the center tower started to lean forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Friday afternoon, several large blocks toppled to the ground very close to where people had been taking pictures earlier in the day. The structure was shored up and caution tape and signs placed around it, but uh, they figured out by Monday it was no good. They decided to raise the ice castle out of concern for public safety. Leaning ice tower of Spicer is what this was. <laughs> Suits, you ever been sitting in your fish house and uh, the ice cracks right underneath you? Mm-hmm. Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I've never been in a fish house. Oh, Joe. Really? Oh, Joe. Oh, it gives me anxiety. I'm oh, with you, Mir. I don't yeah. like it either. I was in a fish I'm not, house. Not, the anxiety part comes from sitting in a fish house. I don't care about the lake cracking. Uh, the, the, oh, uh, the ice, when it cracks right underneath you, let me tell you, that wakes you up. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's it's Henry a... Boucher's great line. <laughs> we were skating on the river up in War Road. I said, Henry, how'd you learn to skate so fast? He said, you hear that ice crack? took off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently, we shouldn't mock the uh, the ice castle up there in Spicer, by the way. Uh, Why is that? Hearing from the well, public? loyal listener Terry just says, don't mock them. The ice castle that they're building here is built with the ice from the same lake. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but they're using much smaller blocks. I watched a little story oh, about are? them building that. You ought to see how they're cutting these ice blocks out of the lake. It is cool. I would oh. love to be there for that. I really huh. think it's, it's really waste. awesome. I think it's a waste of everybody's time. Oh, but it's so <laughs> fun. You, there's, there's better, uh, yes, there's better <laughs> things to do in life than worry about that. You know, you the know. only... Save babies or yeah. build an ice cream. Only... Learn how to make an actual Philadelphia <laughs> cheesesteak instead of one with pork in it. That's true. And That's... broccoli. <laughs> yeah, broccoli. The thing God is, the only, the only winter carnivals I remember us. are the winter carnivals that had ice castles. Right. Right. Up on, uh, what was the lake, lake up Phelan? in Ma- uh, Maplewood? They Phelan. had one up there. Phelan. And they had one downtown right that by the That was the, the work of the great Charlie Hall. Oh, my God. They're awesome. They're mm-hmm. so cool. I remember the one when I was going to work on this during the Grande Parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, two blocks off the parade route? Probably. We were down there on Cedar, two yep. blocks away. The next day, the estimate was 125000 and I parked right in front of the building where the parade was. Oh, that was Kermit. Hedden. I think Kermit was, uh, was being a little generous in his estimate of, of uh, madness. Who are the, the Vulcans? The parade. <laughs> oh, the earth. He actually asked me that. In his oil stained He had stained uh, monkey suit on, like he was going to be in a changing his oil. <laughs> like he was he under stole, a car. That's when he stole the. Colton wouldn't give it back to her. Right? Yeah, right. 
That was the Timberwolves. Well, that was later. That was the Timberwolves. It was the sixth ring of hell because in the cart was Jesse and Barbara and me. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. I would love to see Barbara, show me your tattoo. Let's see your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Show him some ass, Barbara. Show him some ass. (laughs) He was so so thrilled to be getting acknowledged by these throngs that he'd lean way out of the carriage and it almost would capsize. Like you're on a sailboat, you're hanging off the edge, <laughs> leaning way out. <laughs> he saw all the Vulcans, he's red gay. Who are the Vulcans? Hey, who are the guys in well, red? Who gotta, are the Vulcans? I, I got to break it to you, fellas. If you're outside of St. Paul, you're always asked. Nobody oh. knows what the hell the deal is with you guys and the Vulcans. Seriously. Yeah, That's a St. Paul thing. Oh, you can get them. They're out yeah. there. Show me your tattoo. All I know is they like to party. <laughs> Let's see some ass. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't laugh if you actually had seen that tape. Yeah, I have repressed memories on Unfortunately. She was not shy about winning. Whipping that cheek out. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It was just this mammoth white thing. Yeah. And, oh, Looked like yeah. a crime scene. You know, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, no. What, uh, what was it the tattoo of? He has a mouse or something. No, it wasn't it a KSTP logo, I thought. Yeah. Was that the KSTP logo? And he called it a crime <laughs> I think it was a. That was before we became classic. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Dignified. Yeah. Before we yeah. dialed it back a bit. John, are you going to have more for us? Oh I suppose. God. I got a lot left. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, sort of sports note, not really. Uh, the Hartford Whalers, they left Connecticut 20 years ago. To Carolina. Their logo now, though, will appear on vehicles. Gliding down Connecticut's highway. The DMV there unveiled a new commemorative license plate that bears the former hockey team's green and blue insignia. That is a cool logo. With the spear, right? Yeah. Yeah. The three-pronged spear. Mm -hmm. $45 from the sale of each plate, which will cost $60, will go to a new infusion and dialysis center at the Connecticut Children's Medical Center in Hartford. Stafford Springs Representative Kurt Vale, a Republican who worked to pass legislation last year creating the plate, said the strong bipartisan support for the license plate concept indicates how much enthusiasm remains in Connecticut for the team, which became the Carolina Hurricanes in 1997. He credited the work of the team's still active booster club, which first proposed the idea about two and a half years ago. The world was a better place. The world was a better place when we had hockey in Hartford and not Raleigh. And the building in Raleigh is out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've got a crash here on the right shoulder of westbound 394 at Winnetka that has traffic just stinking it up all the way back to Theo. It's already about 20 minutes from downtown out to uh, 494. Good news for uh, this crowd. Swearing makes you happier, healthier, more intelligent, and honest, according to new research. Oh, Royce, you're in luck. I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> Leaping right. <laughs> Experts claim using... You have to swear so much, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Experts claim using offensive language shows someone has a larger vocabulary and could be linked with a higher IQ. We are. Look at, we're all smart. Mm-hmm. Also said to be many health benefits to using a naughty word or two. Not Johnny Hyde. He never said I don't swear a lot. Swear. Johnny, how dumb think, he is. He was raised right. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> Remember how dumb he used I to be? I used to be dumb. <laughs> Johnny, I think you are full of 
<laughs> you got to take your hats off to the guys that can put the F word in the middle mm. of other words. Oh, that's I, re- an I really respect yeah. those guys. Mm. Yeah. In all honesty, I don't swear much, but like Kenny said, I have great admiration for people who do it well. Like, like mm. incredible. You can put it right in the middle of incredible. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's believable. You really have to be careful when you do that. Yes, you and do. Study Very what you're careful. doing. <laughs> it's believed swearing increases circulation and releases endorphins, making you feel happier. God. <laughs> it also I didn't have my hand on the bleep, so be careful. The research also suggests that those who swore more often were less likely to lie and have higher levels of integrity. Psychologist Richard Stevens claims his research proves swearing can increase tolerance to pain i'm all in favor of this but i think they they're making some leaps here as far as the <laughs> benefits of cussing he said students who repeated a swear word were able to keep their hand in a bucket of ice water longer than those who didn't <laughs> damn right that sounds like bs he yes. told the bbc as well as the pain tolerance change participants also showed an increase in heart rate when you swear your heart rate goes up even more which suggests an emotional response to the swearing itself this response is the stress flight or a uh, fight or flight response and it works as an analgesic. Okay, I'm I'm on your side. I think they've gone a little too far. <laughs> How you doing there, dude? Not too good, man. One of those days. Huh? Yeah. A wiser fellow than myself once said, sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar will eat you. That's some kind of eastern thing? Far from it. I like your style, dude. I dig your style too, man. Got a whole cowboy thing going. <laughs> just one thing, dude. What's that? You have to use so many cuss words. What the f- are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a park ranger? Not oh, a, not that some a, kind of Eastern? Not a bad scene. No, not a bad movie. line. No. Not, not a, a bad, bad word. Scene in the movie. No, some oh, kind of Eastern thing. The perfect comic. Like your style, too, man. And he didn't, got that cowboy thing going. He didn't ad-lib at all. That was all written for him, word for word. You know word. what he said, though, about the Fargo guys, or the mm-hmm. Coens? He said, did they follow me around in high school? <laughs> <laughs> here's my here's why I love these guys, and they've made some clunkers lately. Yep. But uh, no country for old men. Ooh, nasty! Best ever of its genre. That's right. pretty good. Not yep. a bad set scene in that movie, nope. and not a bad scene in the Big Lebowski. What's the not the, a bad? What's moment. the movie with the three escaped felons based on one of Hol- oh, Homer's brother, Odyssey? Where uh, I yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Too. And I liked uh, Serious Man. I liked that depressing movie. It made me it made me actually feel good. Too <laughs> Jewish for a boy from Murray County. I didn't get half the jokes. No. <laughs> The owner of a $300,000 Ferrari is suing Marriott International, saying a hotel valet gave his keys to a young man who was t- trying to impress a woman he had just met. Ha! Tampa Bay Times. <laughs> yeah, the Ferrari, that's mine. <laughs> Tampa Bay Times says 73-year-old attorney James Skip Fowler parked his yellow 458 Italia Spider outside the Vinoy Renaissance Resort and Golf Club last July 27th while attending a lawyer's convention in St. Petersburg. There, the 2014 Ferrari remained for more than 12 hours until 28-year-old Levi Miles showed up. Miles said he told the woman it was his, demanded the keys, telling the valet that the ticket was in the car and he'd bring it back. Of course, he never brought the ticket back. The two just sat in the car for quite a while, according to the police report. Eventually, the valet said he stopped paying attention after he figured he wasn't getting a tip. 
Miles then drove off with Clory Rimmer in the passenger seat until an officer stopped him for driving without taillights. The police report noted the driver had difficulty handling the car, also found drugs in the car, cocaine, and the gal had marijuana in her purse. Miles told several stories, and then he said he had just met Rimmer, and she asked if the Ferrari was his, and he thought he'd tell her yes to impress Is her. Rimmer a, a given mm. name or a nickname? That's her, uh, that's her name. <laughs> you brought her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Such, would you, so, if, if you had one of those vehicles, would you drive her down to the St. Clair broiler and uh, no. have a hamburger? No. Nope. I think I'd have a hard time handing the keys over. Me too. Well, I just was having a thought here. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. Was it Slim Pickens who said to Hadley Lamar, kill the, let's kill the firstborn male child? I think that and was the Harvey Corbin character, wasn't and it? No, they said that to they said that to Hadley, oh, Hadley Lamar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then right. Hadley Lamar said, too mm, Jewish. Too right? Jewish. Too Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's been stuck in my head ever since. And I, I, I hate that. I'd like to get it out of there because I, I don't want to have that thought, you know. But serious man was too Jewish. <laughs> was that the one where the kid thinks he's a folk singer? No, he goes that, to Chicago. No, well, this one was actually was based in that St. Louis Park. That was unwatchable. Which that, one is my thinking? The of? folk singer one. I, yeah. I, I made ten minutes of that yeah. one. That yeah. was a clunk. It was a guy's name, I think, wasn't it? The title yeah. of the movie. Yeah, something like that. Name. It was brutal. Yeah. Apparently, the guy who played Barney the dinosaur throughout the '90s on PBS's Barney and Friends yeah. has been running a tantric massage business since 2004. <laughs> <laughs> In costume? That, according to the Daily Mail, <laughs> promises to unite his clients' mind, body, and spirit through massage and sex. Mm-hmm. 54-year-old David Joyner told I Vice he has about 30 you female clients, <laughs> charges about 350 bucks for three you see, Winky Tink, uh, Winky Tink keeled over, too, at one of the Teletubbies, 53 really? years really? old. He froze wow. to death outside. <laughs> Really? Yeah. What? Winky I think it's Winky Tink. Winky Tink. You love me. Who's this? Is this oh. the sex guy? Pay attention to the hand that's not naughty. Don't worry, Bernie is done too. Joiner, uh, Joiner played the... Uh, Character from 1991 to 2001. That'll get us off the air. Oh, yeah. You're going to church tonight, Matthew. That's the end. (laughs) This is your home for sports talk. Really? 1500 ESPN. Well, you better find out because that'll set the bar for the next time. I'll, I'll find out. <laughs> what do you have coming up? I Steve have Russian. Steve Russian, who is the star attraction at the Nativity Stag on uh, Friday night. Uh, also the author of Stingray Afternoons, a memoir of his uh, years in Bloomington, Minnesota. And a uh, just he did a terrific piece after the Vikings' miracle win on uh, how happy his relatives were back in Minnesota. And... I'll get an update on what the relatives think now after uh, last Sunday's beatdown. And also, Steve Marsh, the author of the Sid uh, feature in Minneapolis, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Oh, I'm going to talk a, to him. It's like a 20-page piece. I know. It's huge. He spent months working on it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And Herm Edwards. All right. 
So 15, we're, we're loaded. We're full. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 25 degrees. The ride with Royce is coming up next. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today.